I want to know who motherfucking representing it here tonight. Hold on, hold on. What up, what up? It's Nate with episode 62 of Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast. This is a week 13 recap. Like I said, I'm your host, Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Nate530 and our league at Taco Corp Pod. News and notes. Nick went to the Cincinnati Bengals Los Angeles Chargers game. He owes me a coffee, as you heard on the previous episode. Bet him a coffee that the Chargers would cover the three points. He gave me the three. I was going to just say Chargers are going to outright win. Either way, I would have won the bet. Nick owes me a coffee. I'll take a venti Americano with room. No creamer, no nothing like that. Just room so that it doesn't spill all over your car when you're bringing it in because it's really hot and it'll create some type of like thing between the lid and the cup and it'll drip. So helping you out by you helping me out. With that, Tony also took the bet. Tony owes me a coffee as well. I don't know what I'm going to have Tony buy me. It's probably going to be something really Gucci so that he has a hard time trying to order it. I don't know what it's going to be. Got to do some Pinterest hunting. With that, when Nick was in Cincinnati, he stayed at the same hotel as the Chargers. While in this hotel, he shared an elevator with some Chargers players. One of them notably being Keenan Allen. On the way back from his trip, Adam Schefter tweets out that, hey, there's been 12 players that have been added to the COVID-19 list in the NFL and all of them have tested positive for COVID-19. Next tweet, Keenan Allen is on the COVID reserve list has tested positive for COVID-19. Could it get any worse for Nick? Nick took a test, came back negative. Glad he's okay. Glad he's healthy. Bring me my coffee. Hopping into an injury report. Quarterbacks Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals had a serious pinky injury in the Chargers game. It looked pretty crazy. He's probably going to end up playing against the Niners anyways because that dude is a baller. Texans quarterback Tyrod Taylor with a wrist exited the Colts game late and... Davis Mills is set to start against the Seahawks this week. Saints quarterback Taysom Hill hurt his finger on his throwing hand against the Cowboys, but is expected to play through the injury, remaining the starter. And Giants quarterback Mike Glennon got a concussion in the Dolphins game and will not be playing anymore. Running backs, Raiders running back Kenyon Drake with an ankle suffered a season-ending injury against the Washington football team early on in that game. Dolphins running back Patrick Laird hurt his knee against the Giants and didn't return. Miles Sanders running back of the Eagles hurt his ankle again late and did not return against the Jets. Niners running back Elijah Mitchell got a concussion and was forced to leave the Seahawks game. Their other running back Trent Cannon got a concussion and had a scary injury on the opening kickoff. He is probably not going to play the rest of the season. That thing was terrible. Running back Jeff Wilson for the Niners also hurt his knee and left the game after aggravating the same old injury. Bucks running back Ronald Jones with an illness exited the Falcons game and did not return. Wide receivers Adam Thielen of the Vikings with an ankle suffered a sprain early against the Lions and was unable to return. Jets wide receiver Corey Davis suffered a new injury in his core against the Eagles and is expected to miss the rest of the season. Tight ends, New York Jets tight end Ryan Griffin injured his ankle and was unable to return against the Eagles. And Washington football team tight end Logan Thomas suffered a significant injury to his knee and is not expected to be season ending, but it looked terrible. Moving into a week 13 recap. 
matchup. Number one, Boner Jams 03, three and nine, went to the Vinegar Strokes five and seven. The Boner Jams 03 came into this a 12 point favorite and squeaked out a win by a 10th of a point, 112.98 to 112.88. I can't get two points out of Tim Patrick. I got 1.9 and I lose, bumping me out of playoff contention. Eskimo Brothers 6 and 8 went to the Milford Academy 9 and 3. Eskimo Brothers were a three point favorite in this, and they got the job done, winning by five, 125 to 120, bumping them up to 7 and 6, and the Milford Academy down to 9 and 4. Eskimo Brothers has a shot to make the playoffs this year after a very slow start and tons of injuries to his best players, Calvin Ridley and Derrick Henry. Cops Lives Matter 7 and 5 went to the Pocket Dogs 6 and 6. Pocket Dogs were a one point favorite coming in this one. They won by 6, 122 to 116, bumping both of those teams to 7 and 6 on the season, fighting for that last playoff spot in week 14. Tony Patriot 6 and 6 went to I Share My Balls for this 7 and 5. Tony Patriot came into this one an eight point favorite and he won as well by a whopping 17 points, 135 to 118. Both of those teams sitting at 7 and 6. And due to the total points on the year, they are sitting currently in fourth and fifth place, still battling out for those final positions. Matchup number five, Password is Taco 75, went to the Murder Boners 2 and 10. Murder Boners were a 10 point favorite coming into this matchup, and they lose by 32 in true Murder Boner fashion, 133 to 101. Clinton Password is Taco moved to eight and five, securing a playoff spot, sitting third place in Taco Court Fantasy Football League, while the Murder Boners drops to 2 and 11, remaining in 12th. In the final matchup, in the premier matchup of the week, the two highest scoring teams in Taco Court Fantasy Football League, too hot to handle, six and six, went to Three Penis Wine. Eight and four, Three Penis Wine was an eight point favorite coming into this one, and they got the job done by a little bit less than one point, nine tenths of a point, 168.3 to 167.4, moving them to nine and four in sole position of first place in Taco Court Fantasy Football League, while too hot to handle, sitting at six and seven, down to ninth, needing a victory to get into the playoffs and some juju to get them there. Rants and raves. Walmart, you guys have a gas station with a convenience store up front right around the corner from the location of my employment. This morning, I stopped by for a cup of coffee because I have no shame in walking into work with something other than a 15-step Starbucks drink, except for when Tony pays up his bet. As I parked, I noticed a massive sign on the window advertising any size soft drink, alluding to fountain sodas for 78 cents, 12 ounces, up to 42 ounces, 78 cents. I was intrigued and it almost got me because our Lord and Savior Tim Tebow knows I love a good Diet Cola on the rocks. But I was here for coffee, so I go pour my cup, 16 ounces to be exact, step up to the counter and pay, cashier rings me up, then tells me it costs $1.40, $1.40, nearly twice the price of a 42 ounce Diet Cola Walmart. It takes about 47 hoses, nozzles, and ingredients to make a damn Diet Cola. A single filter, some grounds, and water makes coffee. I grew up in family business that included a pizza shop, gas station, and a grocery store. Therefore, I know for a fact that the cup, lid, and straw are the most expensive cost to the retailer when providing beverages to the consumer. So stop it. It is ridiculous. Tim Tebow, help us, should Target ever get a convenience store business? Before we get out of here, I'd like to plug the 58 West King podcast hosted by Tony and Matt. Their last episode, number 130, was put together pretty well. 
they finally did a decent job of putting together a theme and a story to follow throughout the entire episode that led into their version of Banger of the Week. The song was relevant to the words spoken, and I'm happy to see that they are progressing in their creative ability. Granted, they claim to be upset about other people taking their segment and making them into masterpieces that listeners subscribe to experience weekly that bring joy to their lives, yet hypocritically do the same thing with less creativity and talent. I am glad to see them stepping out of their comfort zone. Most of the feud mentioned in episode 60 here has and continues to be driven by Tony as he realized he's falling out of the polling charts. And although it isn't something that I would do, I understand and I don't blame him for the way he is responding. He's not really that in tune with his emotions as we spoke about many times on here and on his podcast and doesn't have the years of therapy under his belt like I do to be able to recognize what's happening within, nor does he have the toolkit to address it in a positive and kind manner. It's sad to see, but I do wish him well, and I will continue to pray to the 2007 Heisman Trophy recipient that he recovers. Shoot, I even tried to test him in bringing up a phony sabotage for his own co-host, Matt. And this is how he responded. Yeah, I'm going to bring him back on mine and just do like a whose line is it anyway episode where nothing matters. And then mm-hmm. he thinks he's back on and then I'm going to cancel him again the next episode and talk about how I just used him like CMC used me. I like it. I mean, shoot, it's gotten out of hand at this point. And I've been in talks with Matt about it and he sounds super concerned as well. Although if you listen to their episodes, he's going along with it as a means to maybe help Tony see it for himself. I'm looking forward to our week 14 preview episode that me and Matt are doing. And that leads us into banger of the week. There comes a time where all the facts are laid out on the table and everyone is able to make their own assessment on issues that have been arisen. In this instance that we have been talking about, everything will soon come to light and I may have a new co-host for ongoing preview episodes. Drake featuring Ty Dollar Sign. Get along better. Love you. For real. Bye-bye. This might be too real, too real Hold me closer in these trying times Supposed to be mine, baby I need some help just like anyone else Hold me closer in these Trying times, open your eyes, baby You said you felt something for me I don't know when, based on the signals you send Based on the way you apologize when you came to see me and then You had the nerve to defend Mistakes that you made at the end You said I was too invested And that's what it forced you to go and pretend I swear you're crazy Someone as close to you Reached out to me just to see if we had made amends Trust me, this ain't about revenge But now I get along better with your friend And it's wrong, I know 
me the same out revenge I get along better with your friends Said you felt, you said you felt something that's different from everyone else. You had the nerve to still ask for my help. Dug you out ditches, you buried yourself. I hope you said you felt, and I took your word at night in our hotel. One thing about time, surely time's gonna tell. Never had a word for much, so you said it yourself. I hope, can't let it go. Can't get this out of me, this shit still bothers me. Don't you dare, don't say a proud of me. That shit's not real to me. Now you wanna come crack to me. Crack, crack. Three whole years after me, why did you wait till the end? Trust me, the same about revenge But now I get a little better with your friend Trust me, this ain't about revenge